0: Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024, and I have a very interesting show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels, nor Stan Szymanski, nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest, and everything presented here is for informational purposes only. I'm going to cover an article, which we've covered similar things, but this is a different strain of the same type of wickedness inside the church. And you know, one of the hardest things for anyone, let let alone anyone who's disabled or their caregivers and the disabled, is to find a church they can trust. That's actually why any churchgoer who's listening to this podcast, I challenge you to look around and see just how many disabled people and how many wheelchairs are in your church this Sunday. I'm going to say for most of you, at least 85, 90%, that there are no wheelchairs in there. And there are virtually no disabled people in that church. The reason is, Most disabled people, you know, by and large, have have tried going to church, and they have found out that, A, that there's really no seat for them, and that they are looked at quite differently, which is really a discrimination inside the church. They are treated differently. They are not treated as as, uh, uh, someone deserving to hear the Word of God. Because the church today is enamored with the prosperity gospel. And they want the well and the well healed. Because if you have any physical malady, it's because you have sinned in your life, or someone close to you has sinned. That's what they say that that has been said, you know, from some of these biggest prosperity gospel pulpits in the land and has been repeated. I can tell you it has been repeated in the Pittsburgh area because I sat in the church and listened to it 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago at this point. Wickedness abounds in the church. And so this story will take it to a new level. so that you understand the level that perhaps even your pastor participated in the spread and the indoctrination of the COVID-19 vaccine into our communities. Here's the story titled, How, quote, trusted, unquote, Christian pastors coerced congregations to take deadly COVID vaccines, resulting in untold deaths. And this story is dated February 24, 2024, uh, at the website Christians for Truth. And that's Christiansfortruth.com. And I thank them. Uh, and it says it was written by the, the CFT team. Written by the CFT team, excuse me. Let's look into some of this. Now, this actually came, I believe the original article was from American Out Loud News, which they titled, um, and I. Now, they didn't, uh, they they rewrote their own, but they um, credit America Outlawed News with an article uh, titled U.S. Government Coerced Leaders of Faith to Push COVID 19 Vaccines on Americans. Um, And so that link is right at the beginning to America Outlawed News in the article from. Christians for Truth, which I have up on Encouraging Angels. And again, our website's www.encouragingangels.org. And you can click on EA blog and get links to our podcast and all the articles and the writings that uh, that I typically produce here. Here's the article, a new research paper has been published that shows how trusted Christian churches in the U.S. took government bribes in the form of COVID relief grants in exchange for pushing the deadly experimental COVID vaccines on their unsuspecting congregations, which lead to the deaths and disabilities of untold thousands of quote-unquote believers. We here, now again, this is Christians for Truth, we here present key excerpts from this report to highlight its most important points. But if you wish to read the report in its entirety, see the link above. And again, that's the America Out Loud news link. Back to the Christians for Truth article. The report reads, What if I told you, Powerful U.S. government officials, such as former NIH Director Francis Collins and U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, used religion in an attempt to convince faith leaders around the country to push the COVID-19 injections. A deep dive into the organization Faiths for Vaccines A founding member of the HHS vaccine propaganda machine, COVID 19 Community Core 1, has revealed just that. That the HHS, and I assume that that's uh, Health and Human Services, was tapping faith leaders in the spring of 2021 to push the uptake of COVID 19 vaccines was not a surprise we uncovered in our previous article that we broke on COVID-19 community core at the end of 2022. But what, what did surprise us as we dug deeper for this article was the extent to which faith leaders were pursued to push the COVID-19 vaccines and the inappropriate, if not unconstitutional manner in which government officials persuaded these faith leaders to push the shots. With 86 founding members, the quote-unquote faith leaders category of the COVID-19 Community Corps was the most numerous. These founding members included both individual faith leaders and faith organizations from a variety of religions, including the American Baptist Church, Catholic Charities USA, the Episcopal Church, the National Association of Evangelicals, the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America, and the New York Jewish Agenda, just to name a few. Not surprisingly, many faith organizations received federal money during the pandemic. For example, an entity called American Baptist Churches in the USA, quote-unquote, reportedly received $1.5 million in COVID relief bailout money in the form of two forgivable, forgivable loans that spanned 2020 and 2021. Now, this is from their article. Um, that's from the, um, the America Out Loud News article now. At a May 2021 National Summit for Health Leaders, NIH Director Francis Collins, referred to as Reverend Doctor, would address hundreds of faith leaders across the nation claiming that the COVID-19 vaccines were God's literal quote-unquote answer to prayer and urging faith leaders to believe that pushing the shots was a quote-unquote love-your-neighbor moment. In what was a sermon-like address tailored to appeal to these faith leaders, Collins admonished them not to believe Quote, unquote, conspiracy theories about the, quote, unquote, possible side effects, which Collins falsely said were untrue. Let me stop right here. Actually, first for some tea. And second to call this man a liar, a deceiver and a murderer. NIH director Francis Collins who is responsible for pushing misinformation that led people to their deaths and to their disability and to their vaccine injuries because he used his position for the persuasion of the church and the unmoral suasion of the use of money to get them to do his bidding. In my humble opinion, good God almighty, I mean, the church fell fell for this. The churches fell for this. The churches fell for this. which means that the churches, and again, I've stepped away from the article here for a second, uh, the churches will fall for the man of perdition. The churches will fall for the man of perdition. The churches will fall for the man of perdition when he comes on the scene. When the Antichrist appears, the churches will fall for the man of perdition. Later in this article, I mean, these people quote the VAERS data, V-A-E-R-S, Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, and there's something like 36,000 people died, according to VAERS, uh, by the jab, not by a virus. And that alone should be, you know, enough, don't you think, to stop a vaccine? But it wasn't. Um... They also go on to show uh, actually a different doctor. I always quote Doctor Pierre Corey and Doctor Sherry Tenpenny, uh, but I'm going to jump down here and uh, get their numbers. I just want to read. It's a pretty. It's, this is a pretty long article, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, a researcher. Affiliated with Ottawa Research Group Correlation, Dennis Rancourt, PhD, estimates that 17 million global citizens have been killed worldwide from the COVID-19 vaccines as of September 2, 2023. Hmm. Now, if we go back to the encouraging angels post just a couple days ago. Actually, I, I mean, I did. And I did yesterday's podcast on this 33 million Americans. I say it again, 33 million Americans have been killed, injured or disabled by COVID vaccine says Ed Dowd and Ed Dowd is a, a former wall street analyst and, um, has been writing on this for years now. And I have that in the... Uh, you can go look at the story I reposted in the video, which uh, he was uh, on Steve Bannon's War Room. But the news, the report that Ed Dowd gave in that video is right here. 1.1 million excess deaths. That means they know how many people die typically any given year. Given the population, and uh, they can tell what's you know within the the standard deviation within you know with the the what, what can be relatively expected, and so Ed, as an expert in that um, that type of measurement, can see that there was 1.1 million excess deaths, that there were 3.5 million Americans who have become disabled. And 28 million Americans have been injured by the COVID vaccine as represented by lost work time. Now you can see that video again. We have the video up. I posted that February 25, 2024. I did a podcast yesterday on it. And now as we go back to this article and see that 17 million global citizens have died, you know, that the NIH contributed to those deaths. That this direct NIH director, Francis Collins, admonished them, talking to the faith leaders, not to believe quote-unquote conspiracy theories about quote-unquote possible side effects. Yeah, the side effects include death. 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 The side effects include myocarditis. The side effects include blood clots that are a foot long. That funeral directors are pulling out of cadavers because they can't push embalming through and embalming fluid through the veins of these people. Good God Almighty. This is premeditated in my humble opinion. And they did this to the church, they did this to the church, they did this to the church. Good God people. They, you know, do you This is targeting Let me go back to this article for a little bit here. In the spring of 2021, when COVID-19 vaccine uptake had leveled off, faith leaders seemed to be the Biden administration's answer to getting hesitant Americans vaccinated. The reason? Faith leaders had vast untapped potential to convince vaccine-hesitant Americans to take the shots, Particularly if they could be persuaded that COVID nineteen vaccination was a moral obligation owed to others, like healthcare providers, which we recently wrote about. Now that this is uh, um, Christians for Truth saying that faith leaders were "quote unquote" trusted, but arguably much more so than one's doctor. Faith leaders were associated with the divine. They were often connected to a deeply personal, intimate, and even sacred moments in Americans' lives. Spiritual moments that involved life and death, great joy and deep sorrow, such as baptisms, christenings, bar and bat mitzvahs, weddings and funerals. As noted in one peer review article about the role faith leaders played, in creating vaccine confidence, faith organizations were able to penetrate people's vaccine hesitation in hyperlocal ways. Now, this is going to the the article um, from uh, America Out Loud. Meet Faiths for Vaccines a founding member of the HHS COVID-19 Community Corps. On its website, Faith for Vaccines, describes itself as a, quote, multi-faith group of local and national religious leaders, unquote, seeking to increase opportunities for faith-based institutions, particularly houses of worship, to engage and support the United States government in its effort to increase vaccination rates and combat, quote, vaccine hesitancy, unquote. Faith for Vaccines' top share goal is shocking. It strives to, quote, demonstrate religious communities' trust in the vaccine, unquote. According to a peer-reviewed study that assessed the impact of faith organizations on COVID-19 vaccination uptake, Faith for Vaccines included over 1,000 faith leaders across the U.S. This study found that Faith for Vaccines held 13 bi-weekly roundtables led by faith leaders who used their houses of worship as vaccination sites and had regular engagement with the White House, including the White House COVID 19 Task Force, as well as the CDC and HHS as part of these bi weekly calls. A spin off initiative of Faiths for Vaccines called Youth for Vaccines pushed the COVID-19 vaccine among America's youth and also held a roundtable, quote, showcasing how youths of faith are leading in their communities within the COVID-19 vaccination efforts, unquote. At the Faith for Vaccines National Summit, NIH Director Francis Collins, Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, and Jeffrey Zients, then the White House COVID-19 response coordinator, who is now Biden's chief of staff, made virtual appearances addressing the faith leaders directly. Under the auspices of their official government positions, Collins, Murthy, and Zients relied on religion to persuade faith leaders to push the COVID-19 vaccines. Shockingly, Collins even claimed that the vaccines were provided by God. I'm going to stop there with this article. There's more for you to read. It's up on, the link is on, is on uh EncouragingAngels.org. Again, it's the how trusted how trusted Christian pastors coerced congregations to take deadly COVID vaccines, resulting in untold deaths from February 24th. And I think I put this up on the 25th. Uh, let's see when I got it. Bear with me here. I put it up on February 27th. Um, my God. I mean these people they bribe the churches and the churches are just literally like dumb sheep the the pastors who should be shepherds instead fleece their flock for literally satanically motivated Leaders in our capital. Folks, I hate to say that you can't trust your church. Like you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. Because literally for a dollar, they'll sell you out. Which is why you're there in the first place for the dollar for them. In my humble opinion, folks, in my humble opinion, I've told you why disabled folks aren't in church is because they're not stupid, is because they're not going to be ridiculed like I've seen done from the platform in Pittsburgh, in the north of Pittsburgh, And now, and it's because that you know that they developed a, a church of only the well and the well healed. But Jesus spent his time one third of his time with the disabled and the affected. In the in the Gospel of Luke, there's 24 chapters. In nine of those chapters, Jesus is with with uh, one, two, or a whole town of sick, disabled. And or possessed individuals. And yet the church today does not have a, the pastors today who run churches do not have a daytimer that looks like Jesus' daytimer. They do not spend their time like Jesus spent his time with the same kind of people. That Jesus spent his time with, those who really need him. He talked about, the, you know, he came for, you know, that, that, about, he talked about those in need of a doctor. Well, he was uh, using it figuratively, figuratively because everyone is sick and needs healed. But literally, there's also the folks who are physically sick and need healed who he spent time with. But now, Those prosperity-seeking, quote, seekers that the big churches have been going after for 30 and 40 years are now the ones who are dead by the vaccine. Now they're the ones who are disabled by the vaccine. Now they are the ones that have been injured because of the vaccine. And look at those numbers that Ed Dowd, Pushed, unbelievable numbers, unbelievable numbers. We don't see these deaths except in World War. Like you're too stupid to live if you, if you can't see it. 1.1 million excess deaths, 3.5 million Americans disabled, and 28 million injured, according to Ed Dowd, all due to the COVID vaccine. Look at the video for yourself. Again, it's up on Encouraging Angels. Uh, I posted that February 25, the Ed Dowd uh, article that I uh, posted in a link to. Good God Almighty, help us. And how they use the church against the people. Satan hates Humanity. Satan is using, for instance, like the pharmaceutical companies to carry out his satanic will. Let me pull up a scripture now that I'm thinking about it on how they do that. Hmm, let's go to Revelation chapter nine. I think it's verse 21. Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. That's the New International Version. Let's take a look at, hmm, I think I will look at King James, see how that looks. And they did not repent of their murders, nor their witchcraft, nor their fornication, nor their thefts. Oh, that's the Jubilee Bible. Excuse me. Here's King James. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication. Because they did fornicate the church, if you get my drift, nor of their thefts. Let's look at, let me look at one more interpretation. Let's look at the Amplified Bible. Hmm. Maybe this will tell you something. Revelation 9, verse 21. And they did not repent of their murders, nor of their sorceries, in quotations, drugs, intoxications, nor of their sexual immorality, nor of their thefts. When these people attack you in this way, they have stolen almost everything from you. They have stolen your health. They stole your faith. Your money. And you see, when the the Bible talks about sorceries and witchcraft, it really, it, it points to the word in the Greek, I believe, again, I'm not a Greek scholar, but I've done a little reading, pharmakia, which means drugs and sorceries and witchcraft. This is what pharmakia is. Pharmakia is the root word for Pharmacy. So, these people, when you look at what the NIH, the CDC, the political leaders, how they dropped a bomb on the church. They did it through their sorceries, their witchcraft, and their drugs and pharmacia, And the church ate it like it was candy because they got bribed by the guy in the ice cream truck. How's that for a a visual image? So, can you trust your church? I don't think so. I don't think they deserve your trust. If if they participated in telling you that you that it's your moral responsibility to get a shot, if they told you it was your moral responsibility to wear a mask in church to social distance, they participated in this shit. Excuse my French. And they are wicked, wicked people. If they did this to you in church, do you think that they give a damn about your eternal life? They've shown themselves for who they are. They were duped by Satan himself and his minions. Let me... Please look. Bear with me a second. Let me... Read a couple of scriptures. Isn't this interesting? Look look at the 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 sickness that has ensued since people took this vaccine into their bodies. Look at now. We we we're on the cusp. We're hearing of these. I mean, you could look today on on Steve Quayle. I don't have it up on my site, up on our site. Uh go to stevequayle.com s t e v e q u a y l e.com and look at the uh, the outbreak of dengue fever that's a fat- that's a, a a fatal disease in uh, many instances we're also hearing about the you know the potential outbreak of marburg which is basically kind of an ebola and uh, this disease x that's coming Folks, they got it planned for you. Oh, yeah. They love you so much, they might pay you something to take whatever they want you to take. It's been done before. I want to share a scripture with you, Revelation 18, 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, so that you will not be a partner in her sins and receive her plagues, and even though I'm not studying this in context, and I'm not going into a deep Bible study, Jeremiah 51, 45, come out of her midst, my people, and each of you escape and save yourself from the fierce anger of the Lord. We don't know why God allows things to happen, but if he's in revelation, actually in both of these, you know, he says, come out of her, my people, come out of her, my people, come out of her, my people. So I I follow uh, Pastor Joe Fox from Viking Preparedness, so I can learn things, and uh, he he has a he has a t-shirt called Coomp C H O O M P, and that's come out of her my people, and it's 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 his call basically to have people come out of the big cities, so that when the breakdown occurs, which is you know on the way, uh, is that you would not receive her plagues. These plagues are coming. They are being created by pharmakia. Also, I would say is to come out of these damn churches. I have tried. My wife and I went to our church for almost a year locally after we moved. And, uh, you know, darn it, if if they weren't, basically, um, they could say what they want when I asked them. But when they started teaching, they were basically teaching pre-tribulation rapture and, you know, really, um, you know, at least parts of the prosperity gospel. You know, just darn it, everybody. We think we can can go to church and trust them. We can't. You look at this story that I did today, how these, quote, trusted pastors— They were trusted by their people and they abused their trust. They're supposed to be shepherds and they had shears in their hands treating their sheep as they sold them off for the filthy lucre, the 30 pieces of silver. Wicked. Let me tell you something. I am... So far from perfect, I think if you, you spelled perfect backwards and put it underwater, that probably would be a, a description of me. But I am fighting every day with all my being to be aligned with Jesus Christ in my spirit and to admonish others to consider Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I think this is part of the biggest part why people will continue to trust these evildoers because they are not truly aligned with Christ in their spirit. That they have not committed to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ lived the perfect life. He came to this earth to live the perfect life. As a Hebrew as an Israelite, to fulfill the law of God. He's the only one who did that and the only one who could do it. That made him the perfect sacrifice, the only one acceptable to God whose death and whose blood would serve as a sacrifice and payment for sins of mankind for your sin and my sin. And that he would rise again He rose again to give us eternal life. And that I ask you to consider accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord. That means he has sovereignty and he's on the throne, not you, of your life. And Savior, that his work and his life, giving his life, was sufficient to pay for your sins and that after you do that, you abide in Jesus Christ. These same prosperity gospel churches teach, once saved, always saved. Not so. Because Jesus said, I am the vine, you're the branches. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And he talked about if they you know, dried up and broke off, that they would be good for nothing except to be bundled up and burned. If you separate from Jesus Christ and die in your sins, you will burn. Jesus has made it clear. That's not the only time he he preaches about uh, people burning. About In the parable, the items that represent people. He loved the world so much that, you know, he came here to save people who would accept him. And so many people sit in the church and they think because they're just in the church that they're a Christian. Well, let me share this with you. If you walk into a garage, you don't become a car. So today I ask you to come out of these churches Find Jesus Christ in, you know, put Jesus Christ in your heart. And the only way to know Jesus Christ, is not because you walked into a church, it's because you know him and his word, because he is the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That's John 1, 1, the gospel of John. So in order for you to get to know Jesus, you need to read the word of God. And you, you're listening online today, you can go, just like I did today, to BibleGateway.com. Type in the search bar, John, space, one. And that will bring you to the beginning of the Gospel of John. Not the book of John. There's one books one, two, and three later in the New Testament. But just type in the search bar, BibleGateway.com. Type John, a space, and then the number one. Folks, the wickedness is expounding. People running these churches will literally do anything for money. Look at this story that they they would take the money. They would be so feared that they could be afraid and get paid at the same time. Cowards. Cowards have their place in the lake of fire. You can read that for yourself. right at the end of the book. Good God Almighty, help us. Lord, I pray for those who love you to come out of the churches. And if they have to fellowship at home, that's what they do. If they find one other person or two other people to fellowship with and to study the word of God, that is church. Lord Jesus, you said, where one or two are gathered you know, or in my name, I think. <laughs> bear with me. Let me, uh, let me get that. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. That's from the Amplified Bible. For where two or three are gathered in my name, and I would say, even if you're alone. In, you know, and you purpose your thoughts and prayers towards Jesus is that He's w- there with you, and all of a sudden you got two. Good God Almighty, save your remnant, save those who love you, Jesus, because there are so many in the church. There's so many running the churches who do not love you and do not love your people they hated them so much that they would inject they would they would encourage them to be injected with an untested unverified vaccine that has now reaped the whirlwind lord jesus protect us as we that we broadcast your name and admonish others to accept you as lord and savior Save those who are yours, Jesus. In your name, Jesus, we pray and thank you. Amen. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. You can go to the donate page at www.encouragingangels.org. And you can give with your card at the Cornerstone link. Or you can send something to our P.O. Box. All this wickedness going on, you know, your government... You know, look at what they did to, to Americans through the churches. They have no compunction of doing other things, folks. Hate to say that. Hate to be that blunt. They have no plan for civil defense. They are egging on World War III. You need a civil defense plan, in my humble opinion. And a man named Jack Lawson has written a book called Civil Defense Manual. You can go to civildefensemanual.com. And look at the incredible 950-page resource, two volumes, it's $100, information that you need on food, water, shelter, energy, protection, communications, and a lot more. When the electricity goes out, just like the phones went out last week, uh, you will still have information at your fingertips to help get you through because your government has no plans for you. Just like you should not depend on the church, don't depend on anyone else. Uh, You need information. Please take a look at civildefensemanual.com. God help us. God help us. When I read a story like this, I have so little trust in man that those who would dare to wear the cross of Christ, those who would dare to put up the cross In a building supposedly uh, devoted to Jesus Christ are nothing, nothing, nothing but information gatherers on you and the distributors of death to you. This is what they've done. God help us. Please share this podcast. You, it, whatever platform you're listening on, there's a little share button. It's a box with an arrow jumping out of it. Share it with friends and family, please. We are now, just as of yesterday, we're up on Apple Podcasts and that we hope will, will help, uh, help uh, get our message out. Um, folks, I think the time is short for a lot of things. S- share this message, share encouraging angels with those who you know and love whether they're disabled or not, and I thank you. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.